from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee Nettie, the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Thursday. It is May 28th. We're ready to go. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here very soon. Uh, we're going to be talking to him about the first and or second reading for this Sunday. Uh, 7.40 today, Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now, is going to uh, talk about her show. At 7.45, Joshua Mazarin is going to be on, a Catholic speaker and author. Uh, he would preferred to uh, describe himself as someone saved through the intercession of Mary. Saved by Jesus through the intercession of Mary. He's got quite the story. Uh, and we're going to talk about Mary and the Holy Spirit as we continue to uh, on our theme throughout this month of May. Uh, and who better to have on than Joshua? He's just got a great story and a deep devotion and love for Our Lady. So we'll continue to honor her in this month of May. Also, so, uh, just a heartwarming story, kind of funny story of a priest's phone ringing during Mass. You're never going to believe who was on the other end of it uh, as well. So we'll get to that as well as a couple remarks from the Holy Father. Uh, and we'll see what else we can get to. I've got a couple stories in the archive here. I don't know if we'll have time for it because I want to save some good time for Joshua. He's just got a ton of stuff on Our Lady. Uh, Maximilian Colby, some great saints that loved Our Lady as well. So uh, we'll see what we can do there. All right, let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. Uh, interesting uh, little tidbit you had there about uh, a priest's phone ringing during Mass. On the other end, I d- categorically deny I was calling my brother as he was saying Mass. I categorically deny it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you'll uh, you'll be impressed with who was on the other line for this one. Okay, I can't wait to hear that. So, how you been? How's the uh, how's the week been? It's been an abbreviated week with the Memorial Day holiday on Monday, and then back to work. Well, back to. <laughs> Some sort of a, a system on, on Tuesday, and today seems like uh, I don't know midweek. Seems like mm-hmm. hump day. Well, things slowly yeah. just kind of inching back to normal. People's schedules kind of mm-hmm. getting put back together, and you know, again, slowly yep. and surely. But we'll uh, we'll see here. It's been it's been nice to see some semblance of normalcy. Yeah, but you got to be be cautious, and uh, when you go out, uh, you know, wear a mask. That's all I can tell you. If you're out amongst people, wear a mask and social distancing, because we are are back open. And just be careful. If you don't feel comfortable, don't go out. And I know a lot of people that feel that way, and that's where they should, uh, you know, stay in. So we're going to go through this. We got to live with this virus, and hopefully, it'll be a, a cure soon. That is the goal, my friend. Keep praying for that every day. So. Anyhow, uh, see, masses are back. Uh, we have mass in churches during the week. I haven't uh, heard you speak too much about that, but I got uh, asked to help out at Holy Trinity when uh, the Monday through Saturday uh, masses. So beautiful I'm about to what you've heard. I I have uh, heard as much as you've heard, so I, I'm glad to hear that, and I know people are really excited about it too. At least people that I've talked to. 
Absolutely, and, and rightly so as we come back together. So any plans for today as we head into the, the weekend after just getting done with the weekend? Now we're heading to the other one. I know you got I know you base this on mowing lawn, uh, John, because uh, thank goodness your kids are with your uh, parents during the day, and you're uh, writing a book. And, uh, Almost your done. And working her. Yeah, really? Almost oh, done. I wait. <laughs> yeah, uh, it should yeah, be I'm... done today or tomorrow, just making some of the final edits here and Oh boy, wow. it's been a, yeah. Wow. I it, this one kind of moved a little quicker than uh, than the others, just because I had time on my hands and had been really able to devote some good time to it. But uh, looking at about forty to forty five thousand words, depending on how much I add. Uh, I always write the introduction and the conclusion last, but they're always very short, so that's the easiest part of the book. But yeah, almost almost finished. How many of those words are repeated? And out of those forty-five thousand, how much does your editor chop out? A few uh, <laughs> uh, of those forty-five thousand, I, I do have a content editor. I've got three editors. Uh, my content editor will—he—he he normally doesn't chop out words or, or paragraphs. He'll rearrange things that need to be rearranged. So this doesn't work this way, uh-huh. or you need to rephrase this. Uh, so even if I take out words, it's more so I need to rephrase it. Always good to have a rearranger on your staff. I, oh, I yeah. like that. That's a great word. I'm going to use that for it, a few shows. I think rearranger. It takes Leon a team. Is le- rearranger. I've got one. Yeah, I've got. Go. Uh, I've got a few. So and I got a heresy <laughs> checker. I always got my heresy checker. He's my favorite editor. So I send it over to him and I say, no edits, nothing. You just need to find any heresy that's in here to take it out. So he says, John, I've never smelled a hint of any heresy in your writing yet. I don't know why you have me do this. But I said, I say, look, I'm going to pay you. You just make sure. I got to be on the safe side. Listeners, you you just never know what I'm going to bring out in John Leonetti. Yep. Just the little things you find out before seven oh five in the morning. That's awesome. That's the way it works. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right to it. I can't wait till the bottom of the hour what I can pull out of John uh, this morning <laughs> from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in the morning, we had some rain overnight, so very damp conditions, cloudy skies at the Mercy One Studios, and a little bit of drizzle in the area. 68 degrees, a west wind at three miles per hour. The humidity up there at 93 percent this morning, so be be very tropical outdoors. And today we'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms possible throughout the day, becoming partly cloudy later on this afternoon. Today's high is 77 degrees with north winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 55 degrees, and tomorrow mostly sunny, dry, and breezy, a high of 72 degrees. And on Saturday, scattered showers back in the forecast, a high of 68 degrees. Sunday, partly cloudy with a high of 72 degrees. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, well, Adventureland Park in Altoona plans to open in phases to keep workers and guests safe. Adventureland Park uh, front gate opened on Monday for season pass holders. Uh, Next Friday, June 5th, the park will open to the public at just 50% capacity. Now, some venues and attractions may not be open right away. The water park will not be open, uh, will not be able to reopen until pools are allowed to reopen for recreational use here in the state of Iowa. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, high school sports, baseball and, and softball are set to resume here in the state of Iowa next month. Iowa high school baseball and softball teams uh, can begin practicing this coming Monday, June 1st. And with the first games being played two weeks later on 
Monday, June 15th. High schools right now are currently revising their baseball and softball schedules for the season, and those schedules should be completed very soon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios here in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies. We had rain overnight, so drizzle and damp out right now. 68 degrees with west winds at 3 miles per hour. Humidity up there at 93% this morning. And today we have a chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms at times throughout the day, becoming partly cloudy later on this afternoon, a high of 77 degrees with north winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti show and coming up Jimmy Olson he has your morning traffic report I'm Mark Amadeo Iowa Catholic Radio news and sports our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates Kemen and Mercy Medical Center thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio 1150 a.m. 88.5 f.m. 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Going to start off accident free, so business as usual again this morning. Uh, lots of construction. In fact, uh, center lane that is closed on Ingersoll between 24th and Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway as they're doing uh, some more construction there. So just keep that in mind as you are out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Randy Keel right now. Hello, Deacon. You know, John, good morning. Good morning to you, my friend. How you doing? You staying okay? I'm doing really good. Staying okay. How about you? I'm doing just fine, my friend. Let's talk uh, first and or second reading today. First reading. Tell me a little bit. We'll get going. First reading for this Sunday. Go ahead. You know, I think about whenever we have the prelude to the gospel proclaimed to us, I think sometimes we hold back a little bit and think, how's this going to set up? And you know, when we talk about in our daily lives truth and honesty and love and goodness and the benevolence of what the Holy Spirit wants to do through us, as we see through Paul here, we see that the sense of kerygma, and I want to talk just a little bit about this word because it's exciting. The word kerygma, that K-E-R-Y inside of that, kerygma, I want to show you another word that eventually 1,600 years later came out of that, and that's the word, get this, kerosene. Mm. Originally, that word kerosene meant oil or light. So the whole sense of kerygma, eventually kerosene, a waxy oil for light. And waxy, that's where the sense of candle even came from, the light of the world. So this, whenever we have that chance for kerygma to be defined and proclaimed, the whole sense of the gospel That's the mission of Jesus Christ. That's the mission of Paul out on these journeys, talking to everybody and setting up the church, and Luke speaking out the evangelist, the gospel of us. That's that's the charisma we have in front of us. Mm. This is uh, this is so basic uh, to the gospel here. You know that this is exactly what not just Paul is called to, but every single one of us are called to. But Paul just kind of tees it up for us and shows us what this looks like. He does. It's it's. It's set up for us, for our, our daily living, for our, our spiritual food. We talk right now that in this time of 
So deprivation away from that we offer that suffering up for the sake of, and Paul continually talks about how we're suffering for the sake of. For the joy set before us, he endured the pain, and for the joy set before us, we will endure the pain also. Versus maybe um, our chronic human temptation is to complain, is to lament, but let's celebrate what we're able to suffer through this life for the sake of the suffering of his passions and for the sake of what it brings us in our salvation, that's ultimately the sake of joy. I wish I could grab a little bit of how Paul understood that and was able to capture that and present that, but I've been called to live my life as as Randy. You've been called to live your life as John. That's as much Paul, that's as much Christ as we've been called to be. Our prayer today needs to be, Lord, allow me to live that as I am the kerygmat, as I am the kerosene, the oil lamp that also lights the path of others, may I be that illumination to all that I come in contact with. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And that's his, uh, this is the call for each and every one of us, friends, as you heard Deacon Randy say. Deacon, would you give us your blessing this Thursday morning? I will. I pray for the blessing. Almighty God, in your Holy Spirit, your eternal life, your, your oil that never, never darkens our path, but always illuminates to come upon us and breathe the light before us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Deacon, have a great rest of the week, my friend. You too, John. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Coming up, friends, second half hour, Joshua Mazarin is going to be on. Uh, Joshua has a deep devotion to Our Lady. He's a Catholic speaker and author, and uh, he describes himself as someone saved by Jesus through the intercession of Mary. Uh, holds graduate degree from in theology from uh, Franciscan University in Steubenville and is working on his doctoral uh, work right now. Uh, but we're going to talk about Mary and the Holy Spirit today as we prepare, of course, the month of May, Pentecost Sunday. There's a connection, Joshua says, so we'll have that for you as we continue to honor Our Lady here in the second half hour. I'm going to try to leave a lot of time for Joshua because he is just rich. He's got a lot of good, good stuff for us to chew on today. Uh, Don't go anywhere. Thursday, May 28th, John Lee in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to, see who's up first here, Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Residential re-roofs, 30 plus years, a man who knows it above business, his faith, and a man committed to running his business with Christian values. Yes, even during these times, 963-4494, residential re-roofs, 30 years, Dean Bell, 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. 
more. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe. Father Miguel Dominguez of Assumption Parish in uh, a little town of Mexico received a phone call the other day while uh, he was doing the homily or in in the middle of Mass. Uh, To his surprise, he answered it. I don't know what would make him answer it unless he knew who was on the other line, but he did. And it was Pope Francis. Yeah. Yeah. You knew that, Deacon? Pope Francis. You didn't know? You just guessed it, huh? <laughs> he was on the other line, yes. And uh, the priest apologized to the faithful as he answered the phone. Father Dominguez then went to the sacristy to, spoke to, uh, to speak to Pope Francis privately for a few minutes and then spoke to him publicly with the congregation. Pope Francis let him take him out by phone, put the microphone up to the phone, and Pope Francis gave everyone his blessing. Uh, Father Dominguez, it looks like, has been struggling with um, something with his lungs. And so the Holy Father, it was a surprise call, but the Holy Father called him and asked him um, how his lungs were doing and, and uh, how his health was and, and everything. So, Never mind about his lungs. He gave him a heart attack. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, the people then applauded the Pope as he gave him his uh as they as he gave him his blessing so you go to mass and you get the pope's blessing how about that and yes that does quote unquote count if anyone's wondering why does that count through that counts through the airwaves anything that's live like this so deacon tony's blessing that you receive when it is live is a blessing through the airwaves here and the same thing with the holy fathers and uh through the tv on down the line so I thought this was really cool. I was going to kind of go through this exercise with us, uh, or with myself today, to kind of uh, you know lead the way in this. Chloe Langer put out just a great piece the other day about conversation and uh, about how many of us today, of course, are hungry for conversation. If no one knows who Chloe uh, Langer is, she's one of my favorite blockers, as I've always mentioned. Uh, but she talks about some uh, in, in the midst of kind of being hungry for conversation, or maybe some of us, you know, around our family a little bit more even than normal. Um, she talks about having some uh, some good Catholic conversations or trying to really drum up some good Catholic conversations in our life, especially with people that we uh, know and love. And she just gives a slew, a slew of different uh, questions to be able to answer. I thought I'd go through and answer some of those myself. I thought that would be kind of fun as I was going through this. Maybe I even sneak one over there to Deacon Tony here. Uh, here it is. What's something that has brought you joy this week? 
So I, I only looked at a few of these because I wanted to kind of be a little bit more spontaneous. But what is something that has brought you joy this week? Um, I would probably say my daughter. She's just been hilarious. For some reason or another, she has just been really, really funny. She's four, uh, going to be five in June. And her facial expressions, just the, the things that she says... It's just really funny. So for some reason, I've noticed Gianna making me laugh and bringing me some joy. Do you have a special... And these are questions, by the way, that you ask other people. So, you know, you go home today, uh, or if you're at work, ask your spouse, hey, what's something that's brought you joy this week? So here's some good questions to start some conversations. Here's another one. Do you have a special personal devotion, like praying the rosary, divine mercy chaplet? This is something you'll probably know about your spouse. Maybe this is someone you can talk to a friend about, um... Our family doesn't have specifically a special devotion, I would say, to the Rosary Divine Mercy Chapel. I think that would mean that we would pray it more than what we do. Uh, but we certainly say our rosary and certainly say our Divine Mercy Chaplet at times. Um, probably the Divine Mercy Chaplet a little bit more. Uh, the rosary we split up just with kids to do uh, a decade or two decades uh, when we do. But yeah, so that would be um, that would be one. But we've really gotten into the Divine Office. I would say we're kind of cultivating a devotion. I mentioned that the other day to the Office of Readings. Um, my family really enjoys night prayer. Uh, once in a while, we'll pray morning prayer. We don't pray evening prayers much, but morning prayer is a prayer that we like to pray as well, uh, maybe on a Saturday morning or um, a Sunday morning as well. So, yeah, I would say uh, that's something that we're tra- starting. Um, what's your favorite Catholic podcast or YouTube channel? Um, well, I mean, it's got to be my my podcast, Your Catholic Life, um, or you, we, of course, podcast all of our shows out. YouTube channel? Oh, what's my favorite YouTube channel? Catholic YouTube channel. Um, I probably, I'm probably on Word on Fire more than any of them, just listening to Bishop Barron. You know, I really enjoy a lot of his stuff uh, that he's put out there. So I'd say he's a, he's a good one. Um, yeah, yeah, he's probably the most for me. Any Catholic YouTubes you pay attention to, Deacon Tony? I'm not really aware of any, yeah. and so I, I really can't respond to that one. I see a lot of stuff on Facebook or Instagram. That's kind of where I get most of my like videos and stuff in, in, in the Catholic faith. I normally don't go to YouTube as much for uh, for Catholic. You know, what uh, I call a finger of God moment is that over the weekend, I lost my Facebook account somehow. Really? It's just it's just gone. It says you have to reapply. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. You know what? Things have been getting kind of negative mm-hmm. on Facebook. And I'm thinking, I'm hearing things from people that I thought I knew a little better. Sure. And some of those things are just kind of making me wonder. So I'm glad it's gone because now it's going to get even worse with the political season oh, coming so. up. And we, I just don't want to waste time on that. Well, there you go. You so, don't have to worry about that's it That's a now. good thing. That's a great thing. Yeah. I know, uh, you know, and, and certainly we've talked about before people that have taken social media fasts, you know, during Lent. It's, I mean, some say they don't know why they go back, but it's a strong pull. So stay strong. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <In> that one. <laughs> um, what's your favorite spiritual life hack? Uh, I would say... The um, the uh, uh, what is it? The emergency novena from Mother Teresa. That's my spiritual life hack. Uh, the emergency novena is ten memoraries. Mother Teresa would say, 
you pray 10 memorares. Now, I think I've shared this on this show before, but I've only done it once in what I called an emergency situation. Uh, but we do pray it. Uh, we even pray it as a family, just kind of the emergency novena once in a while for special intentions. But I was speaking in Washington, and I went to the first baseball game of last year, so opening day. And uh, it was really just a lot of fun. But the game was at 1 o'clock. And I was speaking about 25 minutes away, and so I took an Uber to the game, and I I stayed for the game, and then I left. And it was like maybe 4 o'clock, something like that. I left a little bit early, by the way. Uh, I think I left in the 7th or 8th inning. And I was speaking at 7, so I was just going to take my Uber back 20, 25 minutes, uh, get dressed, shower, and go over to my talk. My talk was at 7.30 that evening. So, you know, you have a few hours, three and a half. Well, there was a line uh, that broke, basically, a water line. And we were sitting in traffic. I was sitting in traffic a block from the stadium for an hour and a half. Literally, we just didn't move. And, you know, I'm frustrated. My Uber driver's frustrated because he's not making anything during this time, of course. And I felt horrible for him, so I gave him a big tip. But I, I'm sitting there for an hour and a half, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm talking to him. I was like, all right, so can we go this way? Can we go that way? He said, we, we can't go anywhere. He says, we got to go over that bridge right there, and we can't go around it or anything because it's even worse uh, from what he's hearing and the people that he was talking to. So it's now about 5 o'clock, 5.30, excuse me, now about 5.30, 6 o'clock, and I'm really freaking out. So we start to inch a little bit forward, and so then I pray the emergency novena. And I say, Lord, I need to get to my talk. You know, there were several hundred people that were going to be there, and I said, I have got to get there. I can't have this water line. Help me, right? And so I'm asking Our Lady, praying this emergency novena, and I probably said more than 10. I probably said 20 or 30 of those memoraries. Well, I kid you not, when my Uber driver dropped me off, it was 729 at the church. I, I had to reroute him. I said, I can't, I can't go to the hotel anymore and shower. So I went, luckily I was wearing pants, but uh, I didn't smell the greatest. And everyone was just laughing hysterically when I was telling them the story. Because, uh, you know, I try to look nice and uh, didn't look the nicest go, coming from a baseball game. Gave the talk anyway. But my Uber driver dropped me off at 729 at that door and I ran in. And uh, that is my emergency novena story. I owe a lot to Our Lady for getting me there at the perfect time. And yes, I do believe she had a hand in that. Look at this. I've got like two minutes left. Let's see here. Um, these are Catholic conversations that you can start with your family. I think are kind of fun. Uh, do you have a favorite type of church architecture? I'll go local here. Um, the Basilica. Yeah. I, I, I love St. Anthony's too. Uh, Adoration Chapel at St. Augustine. I, I'm kind of boring here, but I think just think some of those are the most beautiful uh, places. And they mean a lot to me, of course. Um, if you could go anywhere on pilgrimage, where would you go? Where would you go, Deacon? Go anywhere in pilgrimage. I would go to the Holy Land. Holy Land, yeah. Yes. I've been to Rome, fortunately, and and the Vatican, but the Holy Land really intrigues me. I'd go Holy Land. Um, Poland is a a trip that I'm going to be going on uh, hopefully next year, but that's something that I'm looking forward to, kind of do a Divine Mercy uh, pilgrimage there. So we'll see about that. Favorite quote or scripture passage? Sirach 2 would be my favorite scripture passage. Uh, Favorite saint quote? There's just too many. Too many. I love the saint quote, the feeling remains that God is on the journey to, from St. Teresa of Avila. 
the feeling remains. So as she walked through darkness, as she walked through struggles, she walked through difficulty. What she means is God was so close to her during that time. She felt so close to God that it was like he was walking, he was journeying with her through all of that. That's one of my favorites. All right, that's all I got time for because I want to leave some good time for uh, for Joshua coming up in the second half hour. He's a Catholic speaker and author. We're going to talk about Mary and the Holy Spirit, the connection here, of course, with Pentecost Sunday that is fast approaching. Joshua Mazarin coming up, Catholic speaker and author at 745. Chris Magruder going to preview her show as well. Don't go anywhere. John Lee the morning right here on this Thursday. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Uh, One of the things that I love most about the people who support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they love their Catholic faith. And yes, they love their Iowa Catholic Radio. The Pew family is no different. A Catholic veteran family, Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design, listeners for a long time here and serving families all across central Iowa with outdoor landscaping and design. 493-1060-5sonsnaturescapes.com. That's 5sonsnaturescapes.com. Father Andrew now at today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you loved them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord Because of his passion, death, and resurrection, Jesus affords us eternal life, which is the incomparable experience of love that God has for us, the same love the Father has for the Son. This love is graciously bestowed upon us. Jesus also prays that we have faith as a response to the Father's commission of him. He curiously refers to us as the Father's gift to him, one for which he's willing to suffer and to die, so that we all may be one with him and the Father. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. 
Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Thursday, May 28th. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Joshua Mazarin, excuse me, Catholic speaker and author. Uh, he's currently serves as the Director of Evangelization for the Diocese of Venice in Florida. Um, Joshua is uh, studies Mariology, and I thought he'd be a perfect guy to come on um, as he holds a graduate degree in theology from Franciscan University of Steubenville to talk about Mary and the connection to the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. So going to uh, introduce ourselves to Joshua Mazarin this morning and talk a little our Lady, of course, as we continue to do so on this show throughout the month of May. Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview her show. All right, let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God and pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, hello, John. Uh, good morning. I think we found uh, Deacon Tony's uh, Facebook page, uh, some guy named Antonio Valdez Real. Uh, he understands why he no longer has his Facebook page because he liked you, John, and uh, that, uh, that, that that's, that's it. why it's got lost. So well, that explains uh, that then, huh? Do. Yes, it does. There you go. There you yeah. go. Antonio. Yeah. Antonio. You, you've has never Antonio, had a so Facebook, I, man. You're way ahead of the curve here. <laughs> oh, I have been tempted so many times to uh, get a Facebook page. Just on Twitter, John. Just a Twitter guy. You are a Twitter guy. Is that where you get most of your news, too? Well, you, you know, on Twitter, you have the opportunity to um, like or be part of somebody else's uh, Twitter feeds. And I, I try to pick and choose what, I, what I'm on and off and uh, have a balance of uh, both worlds, so to speak, and people. And uh, uh, a lot of the sporting world, I'm, I'm on that, and along with the, uh, some of the Catholic news and stuff like you're on with Facebook. But I just do the Twitter. That's enough. Uh, yeah. I can understand why Deacon Tony's Facebook page went missing. He liked John Leonetti. That, that'll get it. <laughs> that'll get it done. Yeah, it is a, it, it, it's a lot. I mean, especially when you're balancing a bunch of different ones. I mean, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, you've got all the, the, the oh. social media things out there. It's it's sometimes nice just to stick to one. Well, some of this, almost I almost got forced into Facebook, I think, here in the last few months with the pandemic because, oh, yeah? uh, you know, some of the churches were going to be just Facebook Live. Well, mm. that cuts me out, but thank yeah. goodness my wife. I was going to say, Facebook, Mary's got it. Kind of join yeah, she's got it. She likes my uh, uh, Facebook, uh, my, my uh, umpire buddies. Uh, she's on the, the umpire Facebook page, which I'm not on. I just get ridiculed for that uh, <laughs> over time because I'm not on it. My wife is, and she doesn't umpire. The so umpire I, Facebook I group. You guys share some of your bad calls in there? Well, your highlight film was on there from your days of umpire, and John, I, they finally they finally got a new I one. I had out, some but, bad uh, ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we took that clip down. I think yeah. that is what they told me. Oh, I, I I had some <laughs> when I got time. I'll tell you some stories about some calls I made. Oh, I got out of that quick. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. I, I'm sure there's some fans out there that uh, would, would do the same. Yeah, and, I, I got uh, I got I, deadpan I, stares I, from umpire other umpires. <laughs> I, mean, it, I was done. That I don't doubt. Yeah. That I don't doubt. So it was all good. Hey, I liked your, your clip about uh, uh, it was the priest down in Mexico interrupted yeah. Mass with a phone call, and it was the Pope. Pope checking in on his health. Awesome. 
Just a random call. What do you think was on his caller? What do you think was on his caller? Well, that's ID? what I was wondering. Vatican's, you you got to uh... think that the priest was tipped. <laughs> you know, at least that maybe someone special was going to call you this morning or something. So he, he had his phone with him. But yeah, nonetheless, you're you're getting that phone call. You're answering it. Popa online too. Think? Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no. Uh, hey, can I call you back, Holy Father? None of that. But he, the, the poor priest was right in the middle of his homily, and this all happens, it sounds like. Right. And, you know, you get the, what is the Vatican's area code, John? You've been over there. Deacon Tony, you would know. I don't you know. You get that Vatican area, co- area code, or. <laughs> I've seen it, but I I you, you get Good it. Good shepherd, you, I think. Yeah, if you're tipped that the Pope's calling you, you're answering that thing, man. <laughs> Right during the homily. I love it. That was a good clip. That was a good clip. No doubt. All right, you guys. We'll have fun today on this Thursday. we got a, one more day of the week, and then we're hitting, heading to the weekend. Let's so make it happen. It's supposed to be uh, nice tomorrow, I think. Abs- yes, it is. Nice. And chance to mow your yard tomorrow, John. That's there we probably go. one day you'll get. Appreciate it. All right. Right now, from the from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, some rain overnight, so very damp out there, and there is some drizzle in the area. If it's 68 degrees right now, west winds at 3 miles per hour, and that humidity up there at 93% as you walk outdoors today. And uh, today we will see scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day, becoming partly cloudy later in the day here in central Iowa. Today's high 77 degrees, north winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, overnight low of 55 degrees. And then tomorrow, uh, mostly sunny, breezy, and dry for your Friday, high of 72 degrees. On Saturday, scattered showers and thunderstorms back in the forecast, a high of 68 degrees. And on Sunday, partly cloudy and dry and a high of 72 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, well, Adventureland Park in Altoona, plans to open in phases to keep workers and guests safe. Well, Adventureland Park is, uh, uh, they opened on Monday just for season pass holders. Next Friday, June 5th, uh, the park will be open to the public at 50% capacity. Now, some venues and attractions may not open right away. The water park will not be able to uh, reopen until pools are allowed to reopen for recreational use here in the state of Iowa. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, high school sports here in Iowa, baseball and softball, they're set to resume in uh, the state uh, next uh, month as uh, Iowa high school baseball and softball teams can begin practicing this coming Monday, June 1st, with their first games being played in two weeks on uh, Monday, June 15th. High schools are right now uh, working on revising their high school baseball and softball schedules for the season, and those schedules, those schedule revisions should be completed sometime soon. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we did have rain overnight. Currently, it's cloudy and a little bit of light drizzle, 68 degrees with a west wind at 3 miles per hour, but the humidity up there at 93%, so very tropical as you make your way outdoors this morning. But Today, we'll see scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day, becoming partly cloudy and dry later in the afternoon. Today's high 77 degrees with north winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Still accident-free as we continue with that commute this morning. A reminder that uh, they have added uh, more construction this morning. Uh, Ingersoll Avenue between 24th and Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway. The center lane is closed. And other construction, too, throughout uh, the city, too. So uh, keep an eye for that for reduced lanes and even closed thoroughfares. So you just follow the posted detour signs. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. It's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Truth is a person, and witnessing to him when others would rather deny him is sometimes dangerous, as today's saint learned. Blessed Margaret Pohl. She was a royal woman in 16th century England. She had five sons, one of whom became a cardinal. And she pleased King Henry VIII enough to become the governess of his daughter Mary. When King Henry sought to divorce his wife and marry Anne Boylan, Cardinal Ryangold, he spoke out against the marriage. Yes, her son. Because her son was not in the country, that enraged Henry. He killed two of Margaret's other sons to get back at her. And he imprisoned Margaret in a tower in London. When an actual uprising did break out, King Henry VIII had Margaret executed. She sided with her son. Now, she was beatified in 1886, 345 years after her martyrdom. We ask today, Blessed Margaret Pohl, pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day. Deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 224-1776-515-224-1776. Let's go to Chris Magruder. Hi, Chris. Good morning, John. Good morning to you. Just fine. What do we got coming up on your show? We are going to be talking to Father Chris Alar. He has a book out called After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and for You. And, oh, boy, I was amazed at some of the stuff that I learned because I think a lot of us used to have the old way of thinking that the Catholic Church thought that if you commit suicide, you automatically go to hell. There's no hope for you. And he had so much to teach us. I did know that the Catholic Church doesn't necessarily teach that. There is hope for somebody that commits suicide, although, it's not, of course, there's no recommendation to ever do that. But but the thing is, is with Divine Mercy through, you know, St. Faustine and the Divine Mercy Chaplet, there's so many things that we learned that he taught us um, that I mean, the listeners are going to be so, find so much hope in this, because I know right now that the numbers of suicides have just shot through the roof, mm-hmm. and so I think that um, this is a really timely book to discuss, and he had his own personal experiences with suicide, so it's a. I think it's going to be a really good conversation today with him. Well, a heavy but uh, appropriate and needed topic um, that you're yeah, going to be discussing. Yeah, and you know what? Heavy, but there's so much hope, and it's really, I mean, a hope. There's just so much hope, and this book offers that. So um, it's going to be really good to talk to him today about that. That will be coming up, friends, at 9 o'clock this morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. If you miss it, you can check it out uh, at iowacatholicradio.com. Chris Magruder. Talk to you soon, Chris. You bet. God bless. All right, coming up right after this, Joshua Mazarin is going to be on, Catholic speaker and author, going to make the connection for us for Mary and the Holy Spirit. Of course, month of May, Mary and Pentecost Sunday as it is fast approaching. Joshua, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighty in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Your full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Serving Des Moines and the surrounding areas for more than two decades. Golden Rule with the firm belief that customers always come first no matter what. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Thursday, May 28th. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Join Tom Quinlan tonight at the concluding session of the Faith Superheroes Discussions Online. Tom will explore how families can gather around the Sunday Mass readings to deepen their relationships with God, with one another, and the world. To join, you must register. Go to the Diocese website and search for the word superheroes. Although our focus these days is on COVID-19, there are still people who suffer from unexpected illnesses like heart attacks and strokes. Does your family know what your wishes are? Check out some resources on advanced directives that are in sync with Catholic teaching. Go to dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus and look for the link for advanced directives. When your family is faced with the difficult decisions about your health care, make sure they know what you want. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. Listen to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr Wednesday mornings at 10 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Blessman International, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Thank you for underwriting the show. Blessman International is a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of the impoverished children and families there in the South African province of Limpopo. I've had quite the partnership with them and just been inspired by the work that they're doing and that they're continuing to do right now uh, in saving lives there. BlessmanInternational.org. Thanks again for underwriting the show. Let's go to my next guest. He's a Catholic speaker and author. He is currently the Director of Evangelization for the Diocese of Venice in Florida. Joshua Mazarin joins me. Hey, Joshua. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on, man. I love the, uh, the little tagline here. Saved, of course, through Jesus, through the intercession, or saved from, by Jesus, through the intercession of Mary. Yeah, of course. How did that happen? Uh, well, for me personally, I grew up in something of a nominally Catholic family, you know, very common situation for a lot of Catholics today, and we pretty much 
barely went to church. You know, I remember as a kid kind of going some Sundays, just isolated times in my life. Uh, but then I was sacramentalized. So basically what I mean by that is, you know, I had my first communion, I had my confirmation, all those things, but it didn't uh, sink in for me as a kid. Cause you know, as a family, we didn't pray together and all those things. And something happened late in high school. And then for a year or two following high school that I felt the Lord kind of reach right into my heart and grab me. And I just saw this trend early on that all of the things that I felt myself getting pulled towards had something to do with our lady. So wow. the rosary, Marian consecration came up. I had a lot of, honestly, at this point, I would say probably mystical experiences that all had to do with Mary's intercession in my life. And so was there kind of like a, a conversion or massive conversion that took place because of this? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd call it a spiritual awakening or a reversion or what, because, you know, we already were Catholic. But in, in some sense, it was a deeper conversion. And then very notably, uh, when I first started praying the rosary, which wasn't because anybody told me I should be, I just, I don't know, maybe the Lord was telling me, maybe Our Lady was reaching out to me directly and saying, hey, do this. Uh, it was just a desire on my heart. So when I started praying the rosary, tremendous graces and blessings followed. And then the, uh, very shortly after that, somebody who didn't even know that I had started praying the rosary reached out and said, hey, have you heard of this thing called Marian consecration? Do you mm -hmm. want to do it with me? And I have to say that singularly changed my whole life. My goodness. Joshua Mazarin joins me right now, Director of Evangelization for Venice in Florida. How's the weather? Hot? Uh, it might it might rain a little bit today, but, yeah. you know, we're Florida, so it's great. That's, it's, that's it's the way warm. it works, man. Uh, you say there's a connection here, and this is really the reason we had you on. Uh, of course, on this show, we've really been trying to uh, talk about Our Lady at least every day throughout the month of May, something. And uh, I, I think, you know, with your love of Our Lady and, and what she's certainly done for you in your life and your studies, you're a perfect guy to talk about this today. But Pentecost, fast approaching, coming up here soon. You say there's a connection between Mary and Pentecost. How so? So, actually, cool thing is that this year, Pentecost is on May 31st, which normally in the liturgical calendar is the Feast of the Visitation. Right. So just as, I guess we could look at one little scriptural note, what happens during the visitation is that Mary was just overshadowed with the Holy Spirit. There's the conception of Jesus. So the incarnation happens when she's out in that cave and she's meditating on what the angel spoke to her, and she's meditating on that Word of God, which is now incarnate in her, and she's doing so filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, that's what the angel said. Uh, Hail Mary, full of grace. Or a better way we could translate that actually is, Hail or greetings to you whom have already been perfected by grace. Hmm. So basically the angel is saying to her, uh, we could get real theological about this, but the, it's a it's called a perfect passive participle, the word that the angel uses. Basically, he's saying, this act of you being perfected by grace has already happened. He's not saying, hey, you are full of grace, or I'm going to fill you with grace. It's you who are already full of grace. And so full she's here, full is, is kind of seen as, um, or, or translated to kind of overflowing, correct? Yeah, like perfected, right. even. So basically... Mary already filled with and perfected by this grace, which happened through, from the Immaculate Conception. It happened with this uh, singular grace poured out on her through the Holy Spirit at that moment of her conception, which is the Immaculate Conception for Catholics. 
Uh, and now, her, already filled with grace, now has the incarnate Son of God within her, and she goes through the hill country into Judea, which is the same language used in the Old Testament to describe when they moved to the Ark of the Covenant. And she goes to visit her kinswoman, probably something of a cousin or something like that, Elizabeth, and then she mediates Christ, who's not even born yet, to her cousin Elizabeth, and Elizabeth says, uh, when the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leapt for joy. So Elizabeth gets filled with the Holy Spirit, and John the Baptist is pre-sanctified in the womb and basically commissioned as an apostle because Mary is mediating God to them. And really, that's his version, that leap of David's dance around the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament, and here it's fulfilled on the new Ark of the Covenant, which is Our Lady. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Elizabeth even uses the same kind of title, like a royal Davidic title, she says, what is it to me that the mother of my Lord would come to me? And that phrase, mother of my Lord, was used in the Old, uh, the Old Testament in the Davidic kingdom to refer to the queen mothers, the mother of the king, who was the queen of the Davidic kingdom. So Mary, of course, is the mother of Jesus, the new David, the eternal Davidic king, and she is that queen mother. I know you uh, talk about Maximilian Kolbe a lot. Um, he's got to be probably a favorite, or at least up there for you, with his devotion to Our Lady. What did he make of the connection between Mary and the Holy Spirit? Way too much to talk about. So basically, <laughs> uh, so the Immaculate Conception is defined in 1854. And within four years of that, we have the apparitions of Our Lady of Lords. And so people are really just starting to to formally use Immaculate Conception as a church dogma. I mean, a lot of people already believed it, you know, as a common holding in the church. But only within four years, at uh, the apparitions of Our Lady of Lourdes, she's asked who she is, and she doesn't say, I am the Virgin Mary, or she doesn't say, I'm the one who was immaculately conceived. She says, I am the Immaculate Conception. Hmm. So she really identifies herself. It's not just something that happened to her, but she says, this is who I am. And that particularly is what struck Maximilian Kolbe. So he pondered that, meditated on that, and basically came to the conclusion that the Holy Spirit is the uncreated immaculate conception. He's you know immaculate, perfect, and a conception in a sense because he proceeds from the Father and the Son. And he recognizes that Mary identifying herself with the Immaculate Conception, saying that that's her identity, really indicates something about what happened at the very moment she was created, and realizes that it happens out of this great union that she's created with the Holy Spirit. He goes on as far as to say that Mary is what the Holy Spirit would look like if he became incarnate. We know, as Catholics, absolutely, the Holy Spirit never becomes incarnate and that even though Mary and the Holy Spirit are so united, she's still a creature, and he's still the creator, he's still God. But Maximilian goes as far as to say that although they're still individual persons, they live one life together. It's awesome, man. I, 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 I have one minute left, and I don't want to ask another question because I feel <laughs> like there's just so much here. I want to point people to your work, joshmazarin.com, or joshuamazarin.com, J-O-S-H-U-A-M-A-Z-R-I-N. Uh, you can go there. You writing a book? Uh, not yet, but I really want to. Come I've on, started let's to go. Work on one. I've worked on one on the Holy Spirit. I have my outline. There will be, of course, a chapter or two on Our Lady in there. Yeah, you, know, you know my best piece of advice to people that want to write a book? You know what it is? You know what it is? What? Write the book. 
That's my best piece of advice. Come oh, on, yeah. you got it you in got you, it man. Good. You got it in you. Yeah. Uh, you. You're smart enough. My goodness, with all your your doctoral work and and uh, and degrees, Joshua Mazarin. Everyone, check his stuff out. I love his website, joshuamazarin.com. M A Z R I N. Catholic speaker and writer. God bless you, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. God bless you all as right, well. Take care. Yeah, I'd read that book. I'd definitely read that book. Whatever he writes with uh, the Holy Spirit and Our Lady. It's good stuff. Very clear and focused stuff. And uh, as I said, deep, but uh, doesn't go too deep. So good stuff. Have him back on again. All right, Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be back on tomorrow. Make it a great day. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Living water flowing through God we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.